This is exactly right. Hello. We're here to share with you an episode of the Exactly Right podcast, Adulting with Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos, featuring a guest you know and love, Georgia Hartstark. Hey, that's me. We talked about our favorite grandma names, the ongoing debate over wearing shoes inside, gross, <laughs> and we gave some incredible life-changing adulting advice to a few listeners. So when you're done listening to that episode, you can head over to the adulting podcast feed and binge other classics with guests like Tone Bell, Peppermint, and Sashir Zamata. You can listen and follow Adulting on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe. Goodbye. Goodbye. Welcome. Welcome to Adulting. You made it. You crossed the burning sands. I'm Jordan Carlos. I'm here, as always, with my co from Go, Michelle Vito. Hello, Michelle. You look beauteous, as always. What in Casey Kasem is going on? Is this bandstand like, or is this adulting? American bandstand. Yeah, like, I like to, I always wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be, like, you know, Mad Cow in the Morning or Casey Kasem with a Top 40 Countdown. And yes, and sometimes I bring a, a dollop and a dab of that to our show. Okay. And now, Michael Bolton. Now I know why Jordan <laughs> stopped drinking caffeine. <laughs> oh my God. Otis said fuck the other day. What? We were watching this movie, Elemental. Okay. And the little fire girl goes, what the? And then Otis goes, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then Heist was like, he just said fuck. I was like, no, he didn't. And he goes, Otis, what'd you say? He goes, fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, oh. But the movie was so good. We're like, you shouldn't say it because it's a really, he's like, oh. And he was just watching the movie. And I'm like, I don't even know how to yeah. talk to a four-year-old because their mind is everywhere. Yeah, they're a little too cute to correct. <sighs> like, he doesn't know what a bad word is yet. I mean, my son, he'll remind me that I'm cursing in front of him. Okay. He'll be like, Dad, you're using bad words. So I'm like, okay, I won't do it. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I love that. He's a New York City kid. He's bound to find these words out anyway. And if anything, that story just tells me that the African-American diasporatic Caribbean in him is strong because the call and response was right there. What the fuck? He joined in. You know what I'm saying? The ancestors were speaking out. Look, <laughs> get with the rhythm, the rhyme. Um, yeah, you know, the other day, Hazel's teacher told me that she called him something mean, but he couldn't remember because we're all so tired. I was like, okay. And I asked her later <laughs> and she said a dummy head. And I was like, oh, whoa, his feelings were hurt. And he was like, yeah, she was laughing like it was funny. And when she told me, I was like, it's kind of funny <laughs> because I'm a stand-up comedian, you know? And so how do I talk to her? You know, obviously, yes, be nice. But like... What did you tell her? What was the substance of what you told her? Sometimes we say things that hurt someone's feelings. Oh. And we don't do that. We don't hurt feelings. We lift people up. Oh. But if someone's being mean to you then you can tell him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying, but I don't want to be like, the, like I'm not a goop mom. Right. You know what I mean? But I want to... Ooh. Do you know what I mean? How would you describe your MO, your motherhood MO, in three words? Three words? How fucking dare you? Those are my three words. <laughs> <laughs> it's four words. But like... It's hard to know. It's hard to know. You're doing yeah. the right things. They're good kids. Yeah. And you know what? It's going to... Compassion, structure, Hey! Joy. Oh, my gosh. Compassion, structure, joy. The CSJ. I love that. That's really good. Yeah. What about you? Um, four words. More fun. Ew, why do you get four and I get three? I just asked for them. It's, it's, we're just making... I can't do it. Okay. Okay, fine. Three words. Funner than mom. That's it. Those are the three words. Oh, <laughs> if there was an air horn to blast in someone's little ear pods right now, I'd fucking do it. Michelle, you have no idea. On election day, yeah. Chala took over. I took over. Jordan came alive. Really? Jumped off the bench like my name was MJ. <sighs> she was like, Jesus, take the wheel. Or Tom Cruise on Oprah. Yes. So typically in New York, uh, or I, I guess around the country, uh, in the U.S., the kids stay home because a lot of these schools are um, where you can go vote, right? Yep, that's what it is. They're called voting polls. Is that what they're called? Mm -hmm. Right. And so the kids are home and you decide to be 
father of the year. No, it's just that you could see the thousand yard stairs from mom. You know, like you could see that you could just, it wasn't the, it was the miles. You know what I'm saying? Like moms are just so tired. And like we have a, this really great kind of web of like parents and like they call if they need like a, a play date, just some time off. But it was like the lines were getting jammed. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, because everybody yeah. was off at the same time. So I was like, let's just do this thing. So we went to the city, butterflies, boom, butterflies. Yeah. Invisible world, boom, squid and the whale, boom. Then we go across town, Serendipity 3. Boom, hit them. Yeah. Kids, you, you want to go on the ski lift across to Roosevelt Island? What is that? What's that? Get in the ski lift. I got my kids and another kid, and we don't come back till they ask for us. You see what I'm saying? I love that. I love that you make core memories. Yeah. You know, and it's really great that you step in and make a great day. We got to do it all the time as parents for each other. Yeah, it's all the time. It's like... We got to do it all the time. Yeah, man. At 5 p.m., sometimes I get... I feel a little anxious because I'm like, there's so much more to the day. Mm. And I just want to crawl up on the couch and just watch TV and have a glass of wine. And you should. You should be able to do that. But I don't have time for that. I got to make the dinner. He makes the dinner and we like hang out and then we eat the dinner and then we bathe and go to bed. And then you get this like half hour to yourself. But it really isn't to yourself, right? And then like for me, Mm. if I have an event that night or a show, I do all that before I do the show or the event. And then I wake up in the morning and do the same thing. So like, hmm. but I also, you know me, I'm a big planner. That's why I'm just like, hey, y'all, what you doing this date? We got to have a party because I like to also plan fun. Yeah. Yeah. You're a great host. That's where you, that's where you shine and you love it. Yeah. But I wonder, could you ever, and I know you do take naps for yourself, but do you make a routine or a habit of just like being like these 30 minutes, no matter what, rain or shine or mine? I mean, when they're not home or like on the weekend. Yeah. Right. But like when they're back from school, no, it's hard. Yeah. I feel you. It's blood sport. Yeah, it is. You have the three or four hours before. (laughs) Yeah. No. What do you even mean? Are they at least bringing their dish to the sink (laughs) at the end of dinner? No. No. (laughs) I try. I try. It's very hard. It's very hard. At this point, Mm -hmm. it's more work for me to ask them to take their dish to the sink. Right. Oh, what a time to be alive. What a boring fucking podcast. It's not boring. Michelle is tired. No, Michelle, this is this is real. This is like what people want to uh, know. They want the BTS. Oh, please. They want the Buteau oh, please. behind the scenes. Oh, my God. Well, I'm living. <laughs> well, here's what I will say. Get it out. Get it out. Right? Here's what I will say. At the end of the day, when I sit in my bed or I lay down in my bed and I run it all back, I'm just like, I wouldn't have done it differently. Like, I'd rather be tired and present. Mm. And like rested and missing stuff. Like I take my spa days with my friends. I have my little boozy brunches and I have a really fun fucking job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I I, I feel I'm you. gonna be tired either way. So it's just like I'm also be tired doing something I love and be with someone I love. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But ooh, baby. It's the price. Yeah, and I don't wanna be like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna be that bitch that's always out in public and just like. I'm tired. You know what I mean? Like, well, what did you do? It's always a competition. I'm always just like winning because I'm better and I'm more tired. You know, I don't want to be that bitch. Right, 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 uh, right, right. I haven't slept in days. Yeah, like. I, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. But I also don't know how to be high with my kids. Like, I see some parents like, and they figured it out. I'm like, how are you in such a good mood? They're like, shrooms. And they have like a little twinkle in their eye. I'm like, do you just hug a tree with your kid? <laughs> how did you do that? Oh, my God. Like, I, I'm just trying to fucking get a straight line down my kid's head for pigtails. But you become more, like, kid-like when you get high. You're fun already, but you get even more, like, childlike and fun. You do. No, you do. Oh, I do. Like, one does or I do? No, you do, Michelle Buteau. When you get nice, <laughs> you seem to, like, poof. Wait, like, tipsy or high? It's hard because they feel the same yeah. with you. Yeah. It's like, and so I feel. No, you know. when I'm high, it's giving. <laughs> are we okay? I'm like, am I talking too much? The last time I got high with you was in Maine and we were at your friend's house that was on the side of a mountain. It's not on the and side. And I was like, we're all going to roll down. And they had a really sweet, huge German shepherd yes. whose face was just up in my children's face. I'm like, I'm cool. Bliss. I'm cool. And it was a sweet dog. Shout out to Bliss. All right. So I. I understand. I would suggest 2.5 milligrams THC. That's like taking an Excedrin. And then you're just like, you're chill. And you can read one more Dr. Seuss book or not because he's been canceled. It's up to you. You know what I'm saying? Like I've done it. It's not my it's not my bag. 
I want it to be like it's not like I'm fighting it. Yeah. Like I've tried it. Are you like timetables? Do you like get them in bed by a certain time every night? Like dinner's on the table this time, baths at this time. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ish. Yeah. I got you. Give got or take you. 15 minutes. Yeah, please. Please do. You know, come on. That's life. Yeah. But I, I understand. Dinner's usually around six, mm-hmm. bath around seven thirty, bed eight. Mm. It, it used to be dinner at five. That's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure because your day is shorter. But I'm just like, how do people do this? Oh yeah, they did do it because they didn't do anything all day. <laughs> just like clean their Tupperware <laughs> and had like a fucking like Mary Kay meeting. You know what I mean? They weren't doing like five different projects on a big fucking platform. You know. That's what they call the second shift. Like you're doing another job, you know, and you're already doing like the job that you already have is like two jobs. It is. But I'll tell you what, man, when I do these shows and I see these people from all walks of life, they are young 20s up to like late 70s, Mm -hmm. uh, enjoying the words that come out of my my mouth. Mm -hmm. It's so weird to actually be this thing that brings people together. But it's always been that way anyways, right? Like whether it's a meatball party or a comedy show or a TV show. And I'm just like, God damn, this is really, really nice. Sometimes I think about you uh, loving to fall asleep at a party. I do. And I love the way you described it. You're just like, I just hear like the little ambient sounds of people <laughs> having great conversations. And that's often how I feel when I'm awake. <laughs> like I'm taking a moment for me, but I'm also just like, look at all these people like still having fun. It's giving like an emotional weekend at Bernie's, whatever you think that is. I understand all of that. You know, I love the fact that it's sold out seats to see Mishy B speak. I'm I'm here for that. You know, like you seem to get up and do it all every day. You're like maximum poor. Yeah. Don't you? Um, I <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm I'm probably I'm probably at 80% battery power every day. Okay. But I, I feel like I do a lot. I do a lot. Mm-hmm. I have my little list of wins and everything like that on my phone. I do a lot. I am always impressed by you, friend. You know that. Oh, thank you. I just want you to know that if it ever too much, you know, <laughs> always call. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, baby face. Because you make it look easy, but there's this old picture of like a ballet dancer. You see the shoe on point. You see the shoe on point, right? Mm-hmm. Then they take the shoe off and you see all the… Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, my God. Am I a, a ballerina's foot? I'm not… It's like I try to have these sweet moments. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I do… I do feel… Yes. I do feel like a plus-size ballerina, though, sometimes. <laughs> I'm just tiptoeing around in a tutu, trying to make it all happen. Mm-hmm. Being busy is wild. Being successful is different than being busy. Because you don't have to be busy to be successful, if that makes sense. Hmm. Um, but you also can be. Like, it, it really is like one of those weird things. My dad always said, work smart, not hard. And that's what I do love about our guest for this episode. I mean, she's a motherfucking powerhouse. Yes. And so sweet. Truly. I mean, she gave us a job. <laughs> she gave us a job when no one else would. And <laughs> we're just too... Two lowly interns. Yes. She is. <laughs> she's the co-host of My Favorite Murder. Yes. And uh, she's also the co-owner of Exactly Right Media. Exactly Right Podcast Network. I'm so sorry. <gasps> Don't at me. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. And I'm so happy that she is available to sit down and talk to us because uh, Georgia and Karen are really fucking cool and they're really fucking smart and they're also really fucking busy. Yeah. And so speaking about how busy and tired... Well, at least I am all the time because I'm at 100% and you're at 80. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that she has just like found the time to fucking hang with us. So you guys, please enjoy this episode of... Um, it's adulting. I was like, what's the name of the show? It's adulting. <laughs> <laughs> please enjoy this episode. With our guest, Georgia, Georgia Hardstark. <laughs> oh my God. Put her on the charging station. Good Lord. <laughs> Ahoy! Hi! Hi! Oh my god, it's so good to see you guys. It's been so long! I know! Yeah! I don't even know when in person, especially with the COVID and such. Seriously. We were kids. I know. Children. We're different people. I really was. I believed in um, the elders that they would take care of us. Mm -hmm. See? And then I realized I had to take care of myself. 
Woo! Yeah. Was that the journey? Look, not to get into it, but here the fuck we are, everyone. I know. Yeah. How many friends and or family members do you think you have, like, stopped talking to, aka lost, <laughs> since Trump and COVID? Unfortunately, mine is, like, my mom and dad. Oh. So... I'm not there yet to like totally cut off, but I have worked very hard with boundaries. Yes. How to turn myself into a gray rock and not engage. Wow. Oh my God. A gray rock. Gray rock. Yeah. Wow. Do we call that the great shedding? Is that what it is, people? <laughs> I don't the know. The great shedding. That's wild. Yeah, I think it's like you almost quietly quit the people. I mean, I'm a, I'm such a like little Aquarius nice guy that I'm like, I'm going to quietly quit you. And that's been it. And I'm just kind of burrowing a tunnel like um, Tim Robbins in Shawshank Redemption to get away from certain family members and things like that. But here we are, you know? Yeah. I remember Jordan said something like years ago because like one of the questions we got for adulting years ago mm -hmm. was how do you like get rid of a friend or how do you stop being friends with someone? And Jordan was like, friends are like, garbage cans like you never really get rid of them they just roll around and roll back or some shit you said and every time i take my trash out i'm like yeah which friend is this right some have maggots in them and some <laughs> need to be hosed down every once in a while and mm -hmm. yeah summer rubbermaid <laughs> honestly you have to talk to the trash guy and be like and slip him a fucking 20 to take it away. right or some like your hope your neighbor was steal, so like you don't have to deal with oh, it anymore uh, oh truly oh please oh my goodness yeah. That's a good analogy. I mean, come on. It's happening again. Yeah. With um the whole discussion about um trans and non-binary people. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't I just how many waves of people in my life am I really gonna cut off? Hmm. Yeah. Ending Facebook has helped. Ending Facebook has I don't need to know everyone's birthday. <laughs> What is this? Like, what do I need to do your birthday? Yeah. I honestly thought you were saying Facebook had ended. I was like, what? I know. You, what? <laughs> Yay. Why haven't we like, What? <laughs> Ding dong, the witch is dead. Like, why are the munchkins not dancing? Um, I, I see what you're saying, getting off of social media because it's only a divisive thing. Yeah. I wish it was just my family that I could, because I can yell at my family and tell them what they're doing wrong. Yeah. But I can't do that like on social media to strangers. Yeah. So it's hard. Like, I almost like wish I could keep Facebook. Not really, but that style and not deal with the strangers on like Instagram, you know? Yeah. How do you maintain a healthy relationship with social media? Because it's going to be in our lives forever and all of time. I don't. Um, <laughs> I try. I don't know. I, you know, everyone's like, don't read the comments. And it's just so hard for me because I do get that hit of dopamine when it's like good. Yeah. But I also get it when it's bad because I get all fired up. Yeah. Wow. And then someone will defend me because I can't say anything. And then I get fired up from that person. It's just like, yeah, I don't post really anymore on Instagram because I just like, I don't know, like I got sick of sharing it just felt like content after a while instead of my actual life. Yeah. And every time I'd go out somewhere, I'd be like, I got to get content. It's like, why don't you just fucking enjoy yourself? Yeah. Well, because, I mean, we all work for Instagram. I got my W2 last year. Uh, <laughs> really excited about it. <laughs> but like, do you ever feel like I sometimes think like I'm going to go on a limb and just say like, Michelle, Georgia, you're both like straight A students. <laughs> Me? Yeah, I wasn't. I was in rehab. You were not? <laughs> Okay. What would this double chin get out of here? No, it's just that I barely graduated high school and I dropped out of college. Oh, that part. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So fuck me my theory. <laughs> yeah, truly. I am a perfectionist though. You're right about that. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's like Yeah, what you're getting is instinct and truth. Mm -hmm. That's what you're getting. And sometimes that's all you fucking need to really survive. I mean, Tig Nataro dropped out of high school too, and she's one of the smartest people I fucking know. Right. She did? She dropped yeah. out. Yeah. Of... Wow. Yeah. So that's why, like, when people are like, where are your kids going to school? I'm like, wherever they feel like it, or they don't have to. Right. Wherever they thrive is fine. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that word. Yeah. I feel the same way as long as my kids either go to Smith or Brown. But go ahead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I am a perfectionist and I want to do everything right. Like I saw a meme recently that was like, when I get to the TSA like line, I have to be the best at it. And I want the security guards to be like, that girl is a legend. She's <laughs> so good at going. Like I want to do it all correctly and yeah. the best. Driving, everything. So there is a part of me that goes to social media like, this has to be the best post 
every right. time. And it's exhausting. I'm just so hung up on TSA. But like, <laughs> do you ever get a high five from a TSA officer that's like, you did that the best? I should. I really should. Oh, my gosh. You know that thing of like, <laughs> I'm doing it all right. So I can complain about other people. Mm. Well, you hope that people like will watch you and be like, that's how it's done. Right. You guys, like, I raise my arms up and do that little, like, whatever, mm-hmm. the diamond side. I do the Jay-Z sign above my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect diamond and a smile. And they're still like, <laughs> we're going to have to pat you down. I'm like, but I do the diamond with a smile, you know? Yeah. And it just hurts my heart. And I feel as though… But don't you have metal in your body? Don't you have, like, something… Oh, you like, do? From, yeah, he's had, like, a back surgery. Oh. Yeah, okay. Metal in my body. Yeah. <laughs> when I wear a bra with a wire, they're like, call in backup. I'm like… It's just double D's, bitch. The right one's bigger if you must know. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's fucked me up. Yeah. The other day, they had to check my daughter's hair. And I'm like, how fucking dare you? What? Uh, I would put drugs in my booty hole before I put it in my little daughter's hair. Fuck that noise. Yeah. She can't stay still anyways when I do her hair. (laughs) That's wild. Sometimes there's like a family in front of me. And if I'm flying solo, then I'll just switch lines. And then like, they'll look at me like, oh, you know, the disrespect. You know, but I'm like, you've got a three-year-old, you got a toddler. Oh, yeah. And like, leave me yeah. alone. Like, I have to do this. Or when you're behind like, old people. Like, that's, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Am I an angel? Because I sit and I watch <laughs> and I wait for when they need help. And I'm like, I got you. What meds are you on? Because I need those. Yeah. Not, I'm looking for some now. I'm not on any. Oh, mine aren't working. I mean, I straight up chew my jaw off. And I have <laughs> definitely mm. have made my ass clench so hard I don't have an ass anymore. I should get a Brazilian <laughs> butt lift at some point for Kwanzaa. But, you know, I'm going to ride it out, LOL, and see if um, tired mom working booties are going to come back, just like crinoline. So, um, you know, or bell bottoms. Everything finds its way back. Crinoline, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I try to be as patient as possible with people in the airport because I do realize this is like a big undertaking for them. I know. They booked the trip. They left their house. This isn't something they do often. Yeah. And so I just wait, watch, and see because even my parents are really good travelers. Mm -hmm. I always like make jokes to my mom and my dad. And I'm just like, if you would have believed in me the way Matthew Knowles believed in Beyonce (laughs) and Solange... Right. We could have been flying private, bitch. That part. No. Take your little orthopedic shoe off and put it in a fucking tray. I don't think I could travel with children or my parents. Like, I would help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to seem like a total asshole, but... No, that's okay. It is like an episode of The Amazing Race with no fucking prize. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like, I can't read a map. My brain goes cuckoo, but I can travel with these dummies. No. And also, one time I traveled with my friend's cat because she has so many pets. <gasps> She went from New York to L.A. and her cat, Olivia Newton-John, who like gained weight and didn't even fit in the bag. I was like, I don't want a cat, Shane, but bitch, you gain weight. And we had to stuff her in the bag. I was like, what in the Southwest is going on? This is not okay. And I've never traveled with a cat before. They make you take it out, right? Yeah. How are there not more cats running around the airport that have gotten You go into private room. Oh. And then the cat runs under like a fucking piece of equipment. Meow. Yeah. That was the cat. <laughs> I like the one where, like, the cat is, like, stuck in a ball. Like, it's like this space ball that they can look out oh, of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever traveled that way with your kitty? I No, I I don't do, I thankfully don't do that travel with animals. <laughs> but I can't imagine the cat wants to see the outside world that much, right? Yeah. Right. Like, the confusion of it seems a little intense. Right, right. I have two questions, you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you guys met and or worked with a person who is not necessarily at the top of their game, but very talented, like really talented, but just still so fucking miserable? Oh, oh my God. Yes. Okay. Why are you looking at me like that? Okay. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm just like, well, I got way too personal. But seriously, like I am starting to run into people where I'm just like, is it trauma? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is it? Like I can understand someone who hasn't figured it out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I know everything because they don't. And you figured them out. Or like, you know, I don't know anything and I'm miserable because people have found me at whatever it is. But like someone who's actually good yeah. that brings the bad energy. I'm like, what? Where is this coming from? That's childhood trauma. I think that I think perfectionism is like a great way to be miserable no matter what you achieve. You know, mm. I think that is a hard one to like get past. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's kind of like 
I understand it's like, it's so cautionary, but it's like, I recently went to this like big old celebs apartment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a flex, a flex. And (laughs) it was penthouse apartment. And they were just like, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know about stuff. And I'm just like, oh, wow. You know, like, that's really cool. We're never going to hang out. But this is really cool. And to see this is like dope. You look, you remind me of Batman and I got to go. You know, like it was like. Who was, name names. Give us the vision. No, can't do that. Can't do that. Were they not that. happy I, with what they had? They were, they were just, they were not happy with what they had and they wanted more. Oh. But this person is like so successful, so powerful in the game. And they just still. Yeah. It's still not good enough. Like, I think my wildest dreams are their lowest expectations. And I'm just like, this is crazy. (laughs) Like, I guess I don't totally understand. um, What's the word when you try really hard for things? You know, ambition. I don't get ambition at all. I'm like, when people are super ambitious and I'm like, don't you like taking a nap? Like, have you heard of naps? Oh, I love naps. You guys nap. I don't don't nap. I nap. I have to. What is so great about naps? Oh. (gasps) You feel refreshed, don't you? It's a reset on your entire day. Yes. You feel refreshed. You have the whole rest of the day to like, it's like having two days in one. (laughs) It is. And it's like, it's the same thing as like the way your first cup of coffee works for you. You're just like, let's go. Mm -hmm. That's what it it just feels like, like cold eye patches. You're just like, I'm ready. That's so true. Right. Okay. The napping order in my house is like tied between my dog and my wife. And so like... (laughs) Like, who naps the longest? And she just wakes up pissed oh. all the time. Oh, no. She's like, I'm taking 20 minutes. I'm going to go for a nap. Go ahead. Comes down. What the fuck is all this shit? Is it two hours later? Does she like... No, she comes down 20 minutes later. And maybe she needs two hours. Yeah. <laughs> she can have them. I'm just like, <laughs> let, it, let it go into a deep rim sleep. Just like, let mama go. You, you ever had those naps where you're just like... I'm a go all yes. the way, all night. Yeah. When you don't have to set an alarm nap, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. To me, that's my ambition is success to me means I'm able to take a nap in the middle of the day. Like there was a long time in my life that I couldn't, you know, I worked day jobs, so I could never do that. Yep. Yeah. I didn't think that would ever end. And so back then I'd be like, if I can take a nap every day, I'm successful. Yeah. You can full on take naps at the Ooh. job. I've done that. I've done it. <laughs> yeah. The naps and also having a car pick me up. Oh. oh. And go to like an event or to a show or the airport. <sighs> okay, that's a good nap. That's a good nap, but that's also like a sign of success for me where I'm just like, I can take a nap in this car. Yeah. That somebody else booked me. Totally. <laughs> a booked car for you or a, uh, I'm getting picked up. There'll be no time in my life where seeing my name or my husband's name when we walk off the airplane and someone's holding up a sign to be like, Woo! here's your car, ma'am. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The best. Uh. I almost want to take a picture every time, but I'm like, I'm not going to. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, pretend you belong. And they're like, what in the first rodeo is going on? And I'm way too friendly to the drivers. I'm like, how is your weight? Me too. Do you have to carry my bag? I can carry my bag. I know. Stop being a hero. Here you go. Did you wash your hands? Yuck. Yuck. I know. I do that all the time. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm from Brooklyn. So I take my own bags. You know, they're like. Uh, okay. You know? right. <laughs> oh no, you give him a dad joke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Who saved who, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> and non-binary royalty. Who saved who? Mm. Ooh, dad jokes mm. with the drivers. I have an uncle that's a driver and he loved dad jokes. Um, He was driving me years ago. Somebody jumped in front of like, try to make the light in New York. Yeah, baby. And it was a green light. And he... And he said, just like very gently out the window, he's like, you never see a car in a hospital bed. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. What? Okay. What? I like that. Yeah, but he also said like, when I ordered her drinks, uh, sex on the beach, he's like, you know what happens when you have sex on the beach? I was like, what, uncle? Ugh. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to know. And he's like, you get sand in your ass. I was like, oh. I am leaving now. <laughs> Not just the restaurant, the family, just the family. <laughs> the Facebook, the family Facebook. Yeah, I'll see you on 23andMe. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> what was your grandma's name? I love grandma names. I do too. And this one's a good one. Thelma. Grandma yeah! Thelma. Oh I my God. I know. And Molly. Grandma Thelma and Molly, like classic. 
wish I wanted kids because that would be their names. But yeah, I made my character my grandma's name, which is Mavis. Yes, I love it. She was my person. Yeah, but Thelma, ooh, baby, Thelma. <sighs> my grandma's name is Eunice. Oh, beautiful. Look. I mean, that is of a time. That is vintage. That is a vintage blend. It is. And my great-grandmother's name was Elbetha. What? Her sister, her favorite sister's name was Elretha. (laughs) And my auntie's name is Sabetha. So you better write it. (laughs) What in the girl group that will never happen is going (laughs) on? Oh, my goodness. That is the SWV of the 1800s. What do you even mean? The Mississippi Delta was pumping out some names. Truly. Where is my tambourine, bitch? I didn't know we were going to church. Where is Viola Davis for the reboot? Have you ever met anyone with, like, in the wild, people with those names? Hell no. no. That was a time. <laughs> They've made them up. That was, like, color purple era names. Look, not unless I ran into somebody on Rumspringer. Yeah. <laughs> That's a no. No. And no one's copied him since. Oh, my God. Yeah. What does Beyonce say? I am one of one. Yes. I am the only one. Love it. Those are those names, and they are forever. We love them. Etched in time. It's beautiful. Oh, wow. What in the smuckers happy birthday is going on, Al Roca? We need it. <laughs> Did I never tell you that? I never told you that. I'm sorry, Michelle. You never told me? And this is the thing. I learned something new every day. I was today eight years old when... Truths are coming out. Um, my dad's mom was a twin. Wow. And they were named Cleo and Clearanor. And I'm like, huh, how come no one took the time? <laughs> I love the name Cleo. Same. But what is the other one? Cleonor. I've never heard that. It's the same name. <laughs> yeah. It's the longer version of the first one. Yeah, it's the actual version of the other thing. People were wild back then. <laughs> they were. It's like naming your twins Mish and Michelle. It's like, mm-hmm. did we not? Like, yeah. I know it's probably really hard back in the day to be like, oh my God, I didn't even know I was pregnant with two. Right. <laughs> quick think of another one. So you didn't even like plan on a name right away. Uh, no. So like, I get it, but still. Claire. Claire and all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you didn't know it was a boy or a girl. Yeah. But I did, I do love pet names because those are like real fun. And I named mm-hmm. my lab mastiff Lola Falana because she's a big, mm. beautiful black bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I named my most recent cat Moses, so that's where I'm going with that. <gasps> wow. What in the first testament? <laughs> Genesis, Exodus. Come on, Gwyneth Paltrow, let's go. Yeah. I'm not religious. I just like the name, and his name is now Mo, so it's like not even that beautiful anymore. Oh, it's great. Who doesn't love a Moses? Yeah. Come on, give it up for Yahweh. We doing it. <laughs> 40 days, 40 nights. Yeah. yeah, and if you have another cat, you can name them like Ram Gilead or mm-hmm. like Nebuchadnezzar or something really deeply <laughs> biblical. Jesus. He could not wait yes. to fucking say that. Someone finished college, unlike me. <laughs> I adopted a boy and girl lab pit mix and named them Bobby and Whitney. Oh, that's all. That's sweet. Um, so this is the part of the show. Is this the show? It's a podcast, but it's a podcast show, right? <laughs> Did we start? Did we start it? Oh my God. Are we recording? <laughs> the plane's going down. I, don't worry. I got you. Thank you. Some days I do wake up and I do feel like Denzel Washington at the end of every movie. I'm like, can I bring the train back mm. on the tracks? <laughs> I got to do it for my boy because <laughs> he needs a new heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is that is that John Q? I don't know. Why were you watching John of all the Denzel movies? He's got to land the plane and go back to Rosario Dawson, who's his wife. Now's the time. Yes. To get brave. Yes. And do the thing. Yeah. Get brave. Do the thing. Yeah. And then when I get really tired, I turn to like Sam Jackson. I'm like, what, <laughs> <laughs> what I said? What? And I'm not because that's like too well. No one needs it. Okay. Let's go. So we have. <laughs> Fans, audience members, they ask us questions about adulting and we try to answer them because we're experts. Experts? Question mark? Adults? Adults in some circles. Oh, adultish? <laughs> in Tarabang? <laughs> <laughs> it's 5 p.m. Okay, we're done. Um, <laughs> Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you have the first question. Okay, so here it goes. So I am 28 and my mom got remarried. Happy for her double exclamation point. But she is asking me to remove all of my belongings from her house. I don't have space in my current living situation, but I don't want to get rid of all my childhood memories. Oh. How do I talk to my mom about this? I understand she needs to make room for the new, 
but I am hoping she can help me keep a little bit of the old until I figure out my next steps. Hmm. 28, huh? Wow. I wonder how much it really is. Is it like hoarding situation or is it just like, it's like a box of my drawings, mom. Mm. You know? Yeah. I mean, you want a little bit, little flavor of your children around. Yeah. And 28 is, that's really riding the line because it's getting. Yeah, it is. It depends on what kind of 28 year old. Yeah. I heard the question, but what I'm really feeling is you're uncomfortable with the next phase of your mom's life Mm. and being cut out. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how old your mom is, but it also is time for her to live her life. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always wanted to be a mom. And now that I'm a mom, I'm like, holy shit. A lot of people should not be parent. Like, don't, no one should be pressured into being a parent because it is so much, (laughs) it's so much work. Yeah. Like all the time. And like, you just fight to have your own thoughts and peace sometimes, hence the naps. And so like, (laughs) it has been all about you for a long time. Let this be all about her. Right. Mm. And don't put some more shit on your mom. You're almost 30. Figure your shit out. Get like um, a storage unit. Right. Sell some of your shit. Mm -hmm. Have your mom have her space back to make a new life. Because you know what? She ain't going to be wet forever. And she needs to sit and spin on something while she still can, (laughs) boo-boo. That is a very good point. It does feel like that this person's maybe a little afraid that their mom is replacing them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So maybe the conversation is about that and not about your things because your things don't matter like right. your pottery you made in high school like you can it's not that good oh my, throw it out take a picture throw it out <laughs> take a picture and throw it out yeah yeah. and now you can start a new tradition like your lunch can be your thing or yeah. you know the gifts you give each other but it doesn't have to be about replacing you it can be exactly what you said about moving on with her life but for me the question that's not being answered is how evil is this new husband right and are you stopping him, um, you know, from pulling off his evil plan. <laughs> okay, Black Ira Glass, let's go. Well, I just, no, I just feel, <laughs> I, I just, no one has asked the question. Yeah. And I, I just feel like, you know, um, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe you want to keep a recording device um, in the house. Sure. Oh, shit. Ask her, has he broached the topic of life insurance one too many times with her? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Is this a Lifetime movie with Judith Light and or <laughs> Sherry Shepard? Is she like Kiki Palmer? Does she need a camera in the living room to see what's going on? Okay. Like, the thing is, too, I hate to say it, mm-hmm. it's your mama's business. It ain't yours. Right. Yeah. Like, how many times have we told our mom to butt out? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, like... But we're right. We're right, though. Um, You know what I mean? That's true. Like, you had to figure it out. We had to figure it out. She got to figure it out. Yeah, truly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, that sucks, especially if you're, like, super, super close, but, like, bigger picture. Mm -hmm. It's tough. Okay. Wow, we really answered that. You guys, welcome to The View. (laughs) All the levels. We answered it. Next question. Oh, my God. This is, like, a mom question. This is, like, a very mom-heavy. Go for it. Okay. My single mom flirts with my guy friends. How do I get her to stop? It's so embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just thinking about Amy Poehler in, um, oh my God, what's that movie? Oh, in Mean Girls? Mean Girls, yeah. Yes. <laughs> she's like, I'm cool. Uh, yeah, I'm the cool mom. I mean, maybe she is. Maybe she's the hot mom and the friends are like, cool, great. We love it. You know what I mean? <gasps> yeah, that can be embarrassing so many ways. I mean, I didn't suffer from that, but I do remember the the really, the hot mom. And it was just like, hi, Mrs. Turkleson. <laughs> like, you're just like, you know, you're just one of these feelings in my body. Oh, like it was, That is yeah. hilarious. You know what I will never be? The hot mom. <laughs> I'll be the mom that teaches you how to use a tampon or yeah. a cup or whatever the fuck <laughs> we're using. <laughs> yeah, But yeah. It was Texas in the early 80s. Like, oh, the hair. Oh, yeah. Like Dallas. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, uh. Kyle Hydell's mom. You know, like every pool party was like nails and iced tea <laughs> and cigarettes, <laughs> big curls and plastic surgery. And you're like, oh, my God. Set it up. And tanning beds, probably. Tanning beds before. Tanning beds. Oh, God. Wow. Wait a minute. Can I ask, Georgia, was there a hot dad? No. <laughs> Hot brother. Yes. Yes, yes. You know. Yeah. The older brother. The older brother of a friend would be that, and they would just want us to leave them alone, you know? Yeah. But I will say that my mom does, like, can only talk to dudes in a way that's, like, flirtatious. 
Yeah. The waiter, the fucking, you know, whatever it is, there's a flirtation. Is your dad okay? No, they're divorced. (laughs) No, uh, they are divorced. So no, it didn't, that didn't go over well. Um, And it's creepy when you're young, but again, you can't do anything about it. She's her own woman, right? That's true. Yeah. Just don't bring your friends around her, I guess. I I think telling her after she does it. Yeah. Like if she does it and you're like, mom, when you do that, it makes me uncomfortable. Totally. It really makes me uncomfortable. And I'd I'd like it if you didn't do it, at least in my presence, you know? Mm -hmm. That is the creating of a boundary, right? Mm -hmm. It's like when I'm around, this is what it's going to be. And I've let you do it. And now you've you've hit a point and that's it. Yeah. I feel like you're within your, your rights to do that. And bringing up specific things, too, is important. Like, when you said this, that was flirtation. Like, sometimes people don't know that they're being flirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, this thing that you said, or you touched his arm, and that was creepy. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, the arm touch, the unnecessary arm touch. Yeah. Unnecessary arm touch. I don't know a lot of rich people, but I went to, like, a comedian's wedding in South Pasadena, California. Mm Mm-hmm. It was giving eyes wide shut, but like at a barbecue. And I had never been around that many rich white people before. Everyone was named Taylor. I was like, uh-huh. And just like bang, bangs. I've never seen so many people with face responsibility. And um, <laughs> my husband and I were like just married. And this is like the first time I saw like really rich people just all kiss each other on the mouth. Oh, ew. Uh, no. Do they do that? What are you talking about? Do you know like Jane Seymour in um, Wedding Crashers? Like, Oh, oh, yes. Like the mom who's like, oh my God, I love this tie. Mwah. And it's like, what? Uh, and so none of that was to me. But like, I remember I brought my husband. We were married for like six months. We we're still paying for the wedding. And yeah, women were like kissing him hello on his lips. And like, <gasps> or like on his cheek, like in the corner, like right near his lips. And I was like, ew. What the fuck is this? And my friend was like, this is how rich people do. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, that would creep me out on so many. Like, even when a, like, a dude friend kisses me on the cheek, it's so, I'm not okay with it. It's so inappropriate to me. Like, do an air kiss, but I don't want your fucking mouth on my face. Mm. Ew. You know what I mean? When you put it that way, absolutely. Get your mouth off my face. Yeah. The title of this episode. Can I tell you, (laughs) in Holland, where my husband's from, they kiss on Mm -hmm. the cheek three times. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. So like when you walk into a party, like it's just never ending. And I'm like, wow. Can we end some? And the first time I didn't know and I was pulling away and they were like, went, and I was like, this is too much. By family, we do close cheek air kiss so you get the mwah in your ear essentially but your faces don't touch mm-hmm. it's very like hygienic but loving <laughs> but also withholding <laughs> you know what I mean it's that perfect amount of like weirdness with comfort yeah I didn't mind before but now I really mind because now I don't really know what people are doing with their mouths <laughs> yeah post-covid that's that's over <laughs> it's disgusting yeah the first time I smelled bad breath out of COVID, I was like, no. Oh. This is how I get COVID and I don't miss this at all. That's that's gone. Blowing out candles on a cake, that should be gone completely. Yeah. Has it been bad? Like a green flame shoots out of somebody's mouth? <laughs> no, I just mean like you're blowing your germs all. Look, I have a little bit of OCD. Okay, okay. It might be me a little bit. Got you. No, I love this. <laughs> it might be me and not COVID. Let's talk about it because there's a lot of people that don't take their shoes off when they come in my house and I'm just like- oh. Do you mind? And then like one person was like, I don't really do it. I'm like, okay. And then they got dog shit that wasn't from my (gasps) dog on my carpet. And I was like, this is why you take your fucking shoes off. My God. Like that's how plagues start. Literally. (laughs) That's like so, I have such an issue with that. That's how the bubonic plague started? (laughs) Yes. People didn't take off their clogs. Is that what it was? (laughs) You come into this house, you take off your clogs. Um, I feel like, Yes. Okay. Totally take your shoes off. Totally take your shoes off. Sometimes, though, Uh-oh. people people's feet smells like that kind of like tang. Mm. And it's like, that's what they're scared that they're putting into the atmosphere. I'm just putting it out there. I have to say— I will gladly take my shoes off. I have great smelling feet. Good, good night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind— I don't mind— other people leaving their shoes on when they come over. Like, I'm just not going to make people do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to, then like have a pair of socks for people available because I don't do bare feet on the floor. That grosses me out. Yeah. Right. And I don't want people staring at my gross <laughs> feet, you know? Yeah. Actually, I have really cute feet, but they're not 
don't need to Ooh, be stared prove at. it. WikiFeet, come through. Do it. WikiFeet. I have a WikiFeet. I swear to God. You, do, you must have a WikiFeet. I didn't start it, but there is a WikiFeet. Um, <laughs> yeah, socks. I have guest socks and I have guest slippers. Wow. Oh. And um, here's something that skews me out too. And then I have to get to the next question, but this really skews me out. Okay. And let me know if I'm alone. Eating in an airport restaurant and using the fork. Oh. Because oh. I'm like, have they really cleaned this? How many people have gone through this fork? Absolutely not. Ooh. That's why I'm not mad at like a plastic fork. Sorry. I want to save the earth too, but I also want to save my face. Yeah. You know what I won't do? I won't drink out of a cup in a, um, or like a glass in a hotel room. Ooh. Never. They wipe it with the same towel that they use on the counters. I've seen 2020. Yeah. Never. Don't put your mouth on anything in a hotel. <laughs> Truly. Okay. <laughs> Just don't do it. Words to live by. <laughs> Look, that's the name of this episode, guys. Okay, next question. Okay. Yes. Ooh, this is a saucy Santana question. Oh my God. Um, I don't even know how to here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's problematic because I'm looking at it too. Oh no. Do you want to do it together? No, I don't. Together, no, Michelle. I don't want to together. Do it, no, I don't want to say together and I don't want to do it together. <laughs> Let me just do it. <laughs> okay. Do it. Okay. Ass play. Oh. I want to get into it, but I don't know where to start. How do I begin? Like, first of all, the fact that Jordan wanted to do that question with me troubles me. Together as friends <laughs> to support no. you as your friend in this journey of ass play. That's what I do as a middle child. I am solving everything and I'm here for you. Oh my God. And now the party can begin because I'm here. So supportive. Yay. Oh my God. <laughs> I just got so thirsty. I just got so thirsty. Where's my Yeti? I need my water. I am oh. parched. Um. Listen, I say nobody asked, um, <laughs> but I'll start. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. I would go to a store and ask somebody that you sort of trust there, like, what are the good things to start with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, because if you don't know, you don't want to start at like a very difficult course if you need something a little bit more intermediate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to go in hot, essentially. You want to go in warm. <laughs> This, I'm blushing right now. I'm the wrong person to ask this because I just pretend that that part of my body doesn't exist and his doesn't either in love. I love that we were just like, I don't like my feet to touch the floor. But let's get into ass play because I'm sweeping the floor with my ass. Listen, there's something for everyone. 100%. But I would say do that. Go to a... Yes. Once Jordan calms down... <laughs> I'd say go to a store. Um, also, like, watch some porn. Mm-hmm. Do some research. You know, see what you might be into. Um, talk about it with your partner first. Yeah. Because that's not always on the menu. That's something you should talk about before ordering. For sure. Mm. I think being curious together is a good one. Yes. Where this person's like, I want to bring out all my stuff. And it's like, no, I want, I'm curious about it. And it's like kind of a fun relationship thing to, to do is... Like, yeah, the porn thing is a great idea. Like, let's watch and see what happens when people do that. Yes. Yeah. Right? And I think exploring, like, to what degree do you right. want to be penetrated? To what degree do you want to penetrate somebody else? Like, right. in that kind yes. of thing and what their comfort <laughs> levels are. I love that he goes, somebody else! <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> you don't want to be surprised by that. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't know. Oh, my God. Ooh. I can feel and, and hear the roller coaster of emotions <laughs> that is going on between those two moving blankets. <laughs> I love A surprise it. penetration is not good for anyone. Look. Uh, absolutely no. not. Absol- not even if you yell, like, happy Kwanzaa. It's never fun <laughs> in any way. Um, How dare I- you disrespect <laughs> December 26th? Like that. Cooch Chakalia! All right. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like it's a conversation. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, like, it's a conversation that, yeah, of course, like, you should know those things about each other, right? Yeah. 100%. And if anything, start small with beads. There you go. Absolutely. Next question, Jordan. Call her, what's your name? Where are you calling from? <laughs> okay. My husband say, let's, excuse me. <laughs> you okay? Let's take a breath. Should we put our arms up? <laughs> let's just the way the way this is written is very conversational. My husband, let's say region, doesn't smell great. Oh, maybe it's his body wash that leaves a scent that makes me feel like gagging. How do I approach this topic? 
you've gotten this far in your life and relationship with them and they don't know that. Like, they're not like my new boyfriend. They're my husband. Yeah. You got to open up lines of communication. Truly. Yeah, you got to talk about it. Because you know what? I bet your husband would have no problem telling you. (laughs) Right? You know what I mean? So I'm just like, what is it? Does he need to use a different soap? Eat something different? Is his pH balanced off? Like, Well, the the typical answer would be, why don't you try showering or taking a bath together? But really, it's Mm. like, you don't need a tiptoe. No. This is your husband. This is your life partner. Like, getting married. Like, your partner's crotch is like your roommate. Like... (laughs) Like, I see that thing more than, like, my parents. Like For sure. Could pick it out of a lineup. Yeah. So it matters. It matters. Yeah. Come on. Don't be a fucking hero. Don't do that to yourself. (laughs) Totally. Save yourself. I'm going to ask another question because we cannot end on someone's crotch. Can't end on someone's end and you can't end on someone's crotch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do. Okay. Here's the last question. And, Georgia, you're a walking angel. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. How do I go about investing? I've been living paycheck to paycheck for most of my adulthood. And now that I'm at a new company with a decent salary, I'm looking to maintain some financial security. It's an intimidating hurdle and I don't know where to start. Hmm. I love that. Yeah. That is so important. It is. And I totally understand that one. I'll say high yield savings accounts are a really good place to start. Yeah, right now. What's that? High yield savings accounts. Uh So there's savings accounts like at your bank or whatever, and those give you like a teeny tiny percentage. You'll not make any money off of that. While you're waiting to figure it out and learning, go Google a high yield savings account at a safe banking institution and put your money in there while you wait and listen to a bunch of podcasts about finances, right? Yeah. Yeah. The compounded interest right now, some of the highest right now are like hovering at about four to 5%. Now, um, back in the day, I used to do that with my own money. And it was like when I first started in comedy. And then interest rates, of course, went down with the recession and the COVID and all that. Mm-hmm. But now it's a good time to do it. Now is a saving time. And banks are begging for people's uh, money in their savings savings account. Not, not the commercial banks, mm-hmm. but uh, banks like Ally and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you are so on the money. Amen to that, Georgia. Like, yeah. do that shit. And there's so many pot. That's how I learned. I don't know a ton, but I know some basics. And it's all from podcasts, like financial podcasts out there. Oh, that's such a good piece of advice. Find the people you like, find the topics you like, and learn. But go slow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. The emotional part of it is like... It is huge. It's like waking up one day and just saying, I have to lose weight, right? Mm. And it feels overwhelming and daunting because you think you're just supposed to like drop this weight and be super healthy within like weeks, but it takes time. And so if you're overwhelmed by this, they use the word hurdle, Mm -hmm. just one day at a time, truly. You got this. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so glad we ended on our adult (laughs) question, not about someone's stinky dick. Funky spunk. We ask all our guests, what is... (laughs) What is the most adult thing you want to do for yourself that you haven't had a chance to do yet? And it could be big or small or medium. Medium. Let me think. Uh, I have completely lost the plot when it comes to being in shape in a way that like makes me feel old. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm 43. I think that's not old at all. No. But somehow I'm like, well, that time's over for me taking care of myself in that way. I know. And I need, yeah, I need to remember like people run marathons in their 60s and Mm yeah, you know, and I just need to get that in my head because I'm such a like, I'm such a napper that I'm like, well, I'm going to go take a nap. No, I need to like discipline myself and I talk about this in therapy all the time where it's like, if you didn't have a lot of discipline as a child, you don't know how to do it to yourself as an adult. Yeah. But you have to be, you have to parent yourself and be like, okay, Georgia, I know you want a nap right now, but a 30 minute walk is going to make you feel better in so many ways. Yeah. You know what really worked for me? And I don't know if it will work for you, but making plans with my friends to go for a walk mm-hmm. or a jog or like a dance class or like whatever kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to let my friend down. Right. I'll cancel all day long. I have a Peloton <laughs> yes. at home. Are you kidding me? It's just... Oh my God. Yes. Like I'm hanging shit on it at this point. <laughs> of course. But if I had a friend meet me at my bike every day, I'd be like, I'm coming because I don't want to let those motherfuckers down. Totally. Right. So I don't know. Maybe that would work. And then also I bought like new workout clothes at Target. That's a good one. Right. Because I'm just like, this shit looks like 
I'm mad at myself. Yeah. And so I just got <laughs> just, like a new black one. You know what I mean? No, like, that's a really great point because the pants, the stretch pants I have, I love them, but the elastic is gone. Yep. Yep. They fall off while I, you know, work out. To like have a cute new outfit to like work out in. It's everything. For sure. Yeah. Especially like in California, everyone loves to hike. Yes. Oh my God. Bring some juices, go on a hike, do the little hot goss. That's a good one. Spill the tea. I haven't done that in years. It's a great idea. If I was there, I would do it with you. I would love that. What's one kind of exercise routine you've never really done before, but like wanted to try? Ooh. There is an aerial uh, <gasps> gymnastic place by my house, but I think wow. it's only for children. <laughs> wow. I know. That is so cool. <laughs> but I'm determined. That's a leap. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's cool. It's giving Steve Corral realness. I want it. Yeah. There is a pole dancing studio that I've I've never done that. I can't imagine. I could barely do a push-up. I can't imagine I can do that, but... Oof, it's a no for me. I'm just too top-heavy. That's like, what am I, a hero? That's insane. The fact that I can tie my own shoelace on camera and not always go... Like, give me an Oscar. Michelle. What's up? I could see you, like, with Tanning Chatham, whatever his name is. Yes. His name is Channing, but that's hilarious. <laughs> tanning, Tanning Chatham. Tanning Chatham. <laughs> I don't really watch a lot of his films, but I could see you doing a little something in the NZ. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about? I could see it for her in yeah. a film. I could see that for you. On a poll, for sure. Something. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying, if that if that is what you wish or want. I think you should try it. Nobody said that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Like, literally, you said it. I, no one said it. I was talking about hiking. I can see it. <laughs> Well, stop seeing it. That's on you. What about pole hiking? Is pole hiking the new trend in LA? Pole hiking. What? That's what old people do. Oh, you're right. It's just a walker. It's just a walking stick. Oh, I thought you guys were talking about like strip pole, like I was. strip pole and hiking at the same time. I was. No, she was. She was. But then there's like an actual pole that you take hiking. Right. right. Oh my goodness. This has been amazing. It was so fun hanging out with you. Thank you so yes. much for doing this silly little show. Thank you guys so much. I adore you both. I love the show. Oh. Thank you so much. Thank you, Georgia. Thanks, you guys. Wow. We learned a lot. Yeah. About each other. About people's holes, their wishes, their wants, questions, answers. More questions than answers. More questions than answers? Yeah, more questions than answers is what people have. Yeah. I think the world would be a better place if we asked more questions. Hmm. Like what? I mean, whether it comes to like federal funding or like who's running for what or like, you know, civil rights, like fucking anything, like even like your body and like expectations, um, what your mom is doing or not. Like, fucking anything, to be honest. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. My lovely assistant, Abby, just gave me a seltzer. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's refreshing. Shout out to Abby. <laughs> did you just wish for that and she brought it? Or did you text her? Or like, what happened? I texted her because I am... I'm not lying. I got really thirsty when I like, I read the ass play question. I understand. Do you? I, I get it. Do you? Look um, at this. Some, someone, oh, I, I'm trying to imagine. No, come on now. <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> stay with us, Michelle. <laughs> oh Michelle God. has been locked in a battle with this microphone <laughs> for the entirety of the podcast no, recording. No, Michelle, no. This no, Michelle. microphone is like that white kid in Lord of the Flies. Shut the fuck up and sit down. Oh my God. <laughs> For the record, all the kids in Lord of the Flies were, were white, but that's it. It tried to enter my mouth. <laughs> no microphone. No. Maybe get a sandbag. I don't know. I'm just trying to help. A sandbag? A sandbag. What did you call me? I, did, <laughs> I just want one normal interaction. <laughs> what do you mean? It's, this is so us. Forget it. Forget it. That was so fun. Yeah. Georgia was so cool. So cool. I love anybody that can conduct an interview whilst also like with a pet. Love it. Because I can't I can't do it with my dog. I can't do that. I can. Yeah. You have cool dogs. You have very cool dogs. My dog is a little more high energy, you know? Is he? He always hides. I wouldn't know. Well, he's scared. I mean, they, they say that the owner's energy vibrates through the dog. So that's probably, he gets it from me, unfortunately. But, um, you know. <laughs> It, it is what it is. 
It is what it is. Okay. I don't know how this got sad, but you guys, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Holy shit. God, like, can you, is this, is this, this is really you, right? I mean, I've known you for so long. I'm like, this really isn't how you possibly think of yourself, is it? I think. Thank you so much. What are you getting now? I got a roll of toilet paper because I can't find my tissues and I have to blow my nose. <laughs> so Abby's just going on a worldwide scavenger hunt for Michelle. <laughs> Give me my cherry seltzer. Give me a whole thing of toilet paper, girl. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I love it. All right. Listen, it's about that time, too. You got to get your kids soon. It is. Yeah. You know. Great. Good talk, man. See you later, okay? Bye. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the show, but I think I'm done. I think I'm just done with this episode. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> this has been an Exactly Right production. Our senior producer is Jiha Lee. Our associate producer is Christina Chamberlain. This episode was mixed by John Bradley. Our guest booker is Patrick Kotner. Additional production support from Hannah Kyle Crichton. Theme song and live show DJing is by DJ Don Will. Artwork by Jamie Bechtel. Photography by Geis Vandermost. Executive produced by Karen Kilgara, Georgia Hardstark, and Danielle Kramer. Follow the show on Instagram at adultingthepod. Email your questions to adultingquestions at gmail.com. 